Welcome to the Indie Brand Builder Podcast, where successful entrepreneurs and industry experts get real about what it takes to build a seven-figure product brand with your host, Jeremy Robinson. Hi, everyone. I'm Jeremy Robinson, and welcome to Indie Brand Builder, where creative entrepreneurs and product designers are building successful, purpose-driven businesses so that they can accomplish their financial dreams while making a difference in the world. Be sure to check out IndieBrandBuilder.com and subscribe for updates. So today I have Mike Pincus, who is a partner at Connect CPA, which is a Toronto-based accounting firm that are rewriting the rules of how accountants work with small businesses. Mike and his partner Lior and their team combine a deep understanding of cutting-edge cloud-based technology with an innovative product-based pricing approach that's a lot better aligned with the way the world works today, particularly if you're running you know, a, a, an e-commerce or a business that's really leveraging the latest in cloud technology. So Young actually started working with Connect CPA when we were looking for a partner to help us transition from QuickBooks desktop to Zero, which is a cloud-based accounting platform. And as soon as I started talking to, to Mike on the phone, I knew we'd found the right partner. He was really right alongside with me in trying to understand what our technology infrastructure was and my goal of really automating as much of the financial processing as possible. Very happy to welcome Mike Pincus from Connect CPA to the podcast today. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. I appreciate it. Maybe take us back, Mike, and just tell us a little bit about how you guys really designed your business and what what inspired you to start Connect CPA and, and structure the business the way you did. First of all, I appreciate the kind words. I mean, So Young is a great business, and you guys have, have really, really, I guess, paved the way for what an e-commerce site is today and, and how to gain market penetration and, and brand recognition. And um, in our own journey, I guess similar to any small business, um, both my co-founder, Leo Zetzer, and myself have always had a passion to be out on our own and try to make a difference in whatever in- industry you're in. Our path happened to be accounting and I actually met Leo about 10 years ago at Price Waterhouse. And, uh, we started our careers at a big four firm, and I that's guess we really, always. That's a really big accounting firm, by the way. Like, uh, yeah, well, Pricewaterhouse was at the time, I believe, was the biggest firm in the world, actually. And and what's interesting is you're you're, I shouldn't say you're just a number when you start there, but when there's a hundred thousand employees worldwide, you really are, you really are a number in the sense that. It's very hard to get noticed when you enter um, a really large firm and the corporate world is for a lot of people, but it's not for everyone. And I always envisioned that I would one day branch off and go and do something on my own. And um, you're preaching to the converted here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so really we started, um, it really started, Leo and I each had our own small practices um, and we got introduced to cloud accounting actually by a former colleague of ours at Pricewaterhouse who introduced us to what cloud accounting was because it's very new to the North American market. And um, we sat down one day at uh, Lior's place and we shook hands and we said, let's start a tech-based accounting firm because it was new to North America. It, it had been dabbled in by other firms here, but not not in a way like you'd see overseas like in New Zealand, Australia, the UK. It wasn't a big trend yet in North America. And so we dove in head first and that was approximately two and a half years ago. 
maybe explain to um, to someone who may not have heard the term before, what is cloud accounting? The main concept with cloud accounting is very simply taking accounting from a desktop, meaning residing on a physical computer, and bringing it to the cloud, meaning you access your records and books through an internet connection at a computer, so nothing actually resides on a physical machine. So in its sim- simplest form, cloud accounting is handling your record keeping and accounting through the internet. That would be the easiest way of describing what cloud accounting is. Now on a, on a far more complex level, that has given light to a whole new evolution in industry in accounting where because things are online, it allows software companies to build out integrations through what's called an API so that you can have similar, the, the analogy I always make to people is similar to an iPhone or an Android phone, you can download countless apps to help you do different things. The same concept has now been built out in accounting. So software companies have, have built up products that integrate into accounting systems and that's all possible because it's online. Right. What are the end benefits of, uh, of cloud accounting? Well, I, I think it all starts with people have always complained that the biggest issue they've always had in their relationship with their accounting firm is that they wouldn't receive their financial information until six months after year end. So the biggest benefit, first and foremost, is real-time information, meaning right. you now have the technology to have a live bank feed online. So what that means is the same way you can log into online banking, you can now log into an accounting system that will pull the transactions from your online banking in a read-only encrypted mode into an accounting system so that the data entry is almost removed from that aspect of bookkeeping. Right. And this is what we see. Exactly. And with that comes a lot of benefits because in order to see the future, you can't be delayed on knowing the present. Like you need to know exactly where you are day to day and you can't get that on a desktop system because you need physical labor to enter the data. Right. Yeah, what I love about what you guys have shown us is, you know, we came to you um, around a single product. We said, okay, we, we're using QuickBooks and we wanted to get to zero because essentially the idea for us was all of our other systems were in the cloud. You know, we're using Shopify. So getting all of that connected, getting primarily getting Shopify connected to our accounting system just allowed us to automate, you know, a sale. Somebody buys something on our website, it's in our accounting system, and, you know, it goes, shoots off to a warehouse. I and mean, we're talking full automation for, um, there's not even any real bookkeeping to do. I can check our sales at the end of the week in our accounting system, and it's totally up to date. And um, that's great. But you guys have also added sort of these other pieces where, you know, just sort of add-ons to zero, like, you know, now when I go, if I get a receipt for something, I just take a picture of it, I throw away the receipt, the receipt gets uploaded and it autom- that automatically gets entered in. So there's really like we're entering kind of entering the potential of like a paperless and almost like bookkeeping free. We're not quite there yet. You'll, I guess you'll always have to verify things. But um, um, what I really appreciate is all these other sort of add-ons and you, 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 you'd mentioned sort of these apps that essentially integrate with Xero and Shopify and so on. So For sure. And you're, and Jeremy, like you, you guys are so young. You guys have been one of the first adopters of that Shopify integration. I mean, it's been out for under a month, right. which, which goes to show you the pace of technology, meaning right. like... At Connect CPA, we've always we've always adopted the philosophy that 
this this isn't a business where you learn a technology and then you replicate how to implement it with clients. It's a constant evolution, meaning the technology changes hourly. Yeah. And and that and I, I guess so young is a perfect example of that. The integration was built out from Shopify to zero, and that was a huge need, especially for the type of business that you guys are running where it's high volume and you're in a space where you don't have time to do data dumps from Shopify into zero and um, and yeah it's been and it's and we appreciate that you guys have just jumped into the pool with us in order to because it's only been out for a month we really it was our first experience with you guys actually adopting this across multiple Shopify stores and so we appreciate that you've been patient with us and and, and diving in head first with us and trusting us to help implement. Oh, no, thanks. Well, and, uh, you know, just to return that ultimately Shopify, we're lucky that you guys were involved because I think they learned from our feedback. I don't want to take full, I don't know if we're, we can take full credit for that, but there was a lot of back and forth and, and feedback that you guys gave them that I think helped them improved. Well, actually make the, make the uh, integration much more functional and usable. So, um, yeah, so we've essentially got that uh, set up. And this is the difference between what you guys are doing and a traditional accounting doesn't even like, I mean, software, it's like, oh, what are you using? Just send us the, you know, send us a CSV and we'll, we'll take care of it. I mean, you guys are really, I don't want to downplay the accounting side, but the software is so critical. And, and you guys have really been uh, at the on the forefront of that and almost that's sort of been the priority and the accounting is what kind of comes out of that it's the output of all that but um, uh, but I think you know this focus on really getting the systems working so that you can get those numbers and you know we're talking about our, I guess our next step will be uh, inventory system but uh, getting all these systems integrated is a huge task and it's overwhelming for a lot of small businesses and you guys really help facilitate all that. So could you tell us a little bit more about what you're seeing out there and, and some of the trends that you're seeing in terms of the opportunities for small businesses and, uh, and, and how you guys can potentially help them with that? So we work with many small businesses across the country and, and what the biggest trend I'm seeing, and it's probably a trend that you, you're probably seeing as well, is most small businesses these days have a technology focus. Now, whether they're it's it's rare to be in accounting and have a technology focus, but the trend in the marketplace for sure is that you're seeing a lot of a lot of businesses either take a component of their small business online, or they're adopting a fully online approach, or the business itself only caters to online. So you're seeing less of brick and mortar. You're seeing less of of the traditional. Um, heavy capital investment type businesses, and you're seeing more of the online, um, online internet-based companies because it's just la- less capital expenditure to start. And um, and and what's interesting is out of hundreds of companies and and the people we come across daily, you're not seeing many manufacturing companies anymore, which is used to be the backbone right. of of an accounting firm of your typical client base and so it's been a major major shift Hmm, interesting and uh, I guess in terms of the tools that these people are using they're all using cloud-based tools I mean that's actually I mean the, the cloud model has really facilitated this new era as as you might call it and it's surprising that more accountants aren't getting on board with that I guess hopefully you guys are are the crest of a new wave. 
type of issues do you see? For sure. So on the accounting end, a lot of businesses are adopting they're adopting new technologies in order to get their businesses off the ground. But a lot of new companies have not they have not jumped in headfirst into getting the technology up to date on the accounting end. So there's a disconnect between getting real-time information and being able to make business decisions and running a company that's predominantly online. And so even though up to this point, we've obviously grown very fast and um, and there's been a huge shift in the market of small businesses recognizing the need to have both technology and accounting within their within their space. But without the technology, it creates issues on the accounting front in many respects. Most people that come to us, they're behind on HST, GST. They haven't paid corporate taxes in two or three years. They're still waiting on an accountant for a year and a half for a corporate filing. It's even the compliance has become has become shockingly um, delinquent. Like accounting firms literally will bring on tons and tons and tons of clients. They don't email back their clients. They don't have systems and controls. And then what happens is there's a backlog. And what's interesting about that is a lot of that is facilitated by a lack of technology. Mm. Meaning, and and without getting into this conversation, a lot of that problem is facilitated by the fact that accounting firms are not willing to invest in technology because they look at it as non-billable. They're on a chargeable hour hourly model, which has been in place for a hundred plus years in the accounting industry. And so a partner of a traditional accounting firm is not going to invest their time at their 400 an hour charge out rate to investigate a new technology that's considered non-billable. Right. So it really have, it's really a systemic problem. This is not necessarily um, a, a fault or a mistake of these small businesses. It's really there just is not the service structure in place to, I guess, really move at the speed that these businesses are moving. For sure. I mean, if you put yourself in the shoes of a typical small business owner, they don't have the slightest idea of a lot of things related to accounting. Some are extremely savvy when it comes to financial records. Some are not, but it's not their responsibility. When you think about it, a typical there's a reason why people outsource professionals to help them in every area of their business, whether it be marketing, legal, accounting. They rely on whoever the third party expert is on a, on a given function to help them with that aspect of the business. The problem is right now, accounting firms act more as compliance officers and less as advisors. So it leaves them in a position where they will do their corporate filing, they will take care of their personal taxes, they will take care of their GST, HST filings, but what they won't do is help them set up systems to give them real insights into their business to help them make decisions. Right. And that's where there's a disconnect. Right. Yeah. And that's something we've really struggled with as well. And I guess we thought we, there was something wrong with us, to be honest. Like, we were, <laughs> we were just like, first of all, we only had one computer that anybody could use to get. And we had, it was in the office. So, you know, a lot of us are working wherever now. Right. We're working at home or working off site. And we have no line of sight on our, our information because it's on this desktop it was, uh, you know, it was on a single computer, unlike any other software that we use now. So um, there was that. But I think you've, you've pointed, made a, a great point, which is just that the infrastructure just doesn't exist to really give people what they need in terms of financial numbers. And yeah, it's become bogged down, I guess, with this idea of just 
you know, meeting legal requirements and so on and just making sure your numbers make sense and no one gets sued. And and also, Jeremy, it's it's one of those things where like keep in mind, I'm not I'm not suggesting by any means that traditional firms they operate sound accounting firms and, and they and partners at those firms have obviously invested an enormous amount of time in learning about tax, assurance, audit. All these things took a lot of time and a lot of and and there's a reason why they place a, a dollar sign on their time. It's because they've spent so much time learning what they know right. and Lior and myself have gone through that same thing and I understand where they're coming from. I just think that businesses now today demand more on yeah. their accounting. Yeah, and it's less about all of that stuff and it's more about just getting uh, getting re- real-time access. So, well, Mike, t- take us through the process. So, how do you work with a, a new client and get them from, you know, this this kind of fog of not knowing really what's going on or what they're required to do and and having this huge lag time to, you know, kind of an integrated system. So, the the process we go through is is a bit of um a bit of a learning process, meaning we first initially have a phone call where we gain a full understanding of what the small business does. What What is the business owner looking to do? What are their pain points? What are their goals, aspirations? What are they trying to achieve? And without that phone call is literally us just listening. We sit back, we don't say much, and we try to understand what are you looking to do in your business and what are your biggest challenges? It then goes from there to our team getting together and saying what type of technology can we implement to help facilitate solving the problems that this business owner is having. And then it ends with us having a pricing discussion to try to come to a common ground where we can work together. And different than the hourly model, we have an interactive pricing discussion, meaning we quote upfront, it's not a surprise bill after the fact based on how many hours spent where we we believe it creates a higher level of transparency in how the work is performed. I I can't tell you how much I really appreciated that aspect of it. I mean, you know, I I guess apples to apples, maybe it works out the same in the end for us, Um, though I think you guys have delivered huge value in terms of the technology. But what I appreciate is that it's a predictable cost. It's not, I'm not hesitating before I pick up the phone and talk to my, you know, my two or $300 an hour or more accountant. And that's a very progressive model. I think, you know, we're all used to the software as a service model where there's a monthly fee and it's predictable and some months you use it, some months you don't. But I think bringing that type of thinking and that type of pricing and model to what you guys are offering is, is brilliant. Sometimes we've had to ask our accountants, so how much do you think that's going to cost? You know, and they're like, you know, they don't want to commit it's, to anything. You know, it's like. I, I completely agree. I couldn't agree more. And like value-based pricing, it's one of those, it's definitely, it's complex in the sense that it's an interactive discussion, meaning the business owners are involved in that discussion. If you think about a traditional firm, when you receive a bill, there's no negotiation on that bill. It's literally like, here is what we are charging you. If you don't, if you do not pay us, we will see you in court. Right. It's very, very black and white. Um, But value-based pricing is having business owners engaged at every step of the way of what is our value offering to the small business. And they agree to it up front knowing what that value proposition is to help the business. So it's not a behind the scenes after the fact thing. And Ron Baker, who is one of the who's one of the experts, he's written books about value-based pricing. 
he comments, he makes analogies to like purchasing an automobile. Like when you walk into a Toyota dealership and they have two RAV4s sitting on the lot, you don't hear the salesperson say to you, the one on the left took 20 hours to manufacture, the one on the right took five hours to manufacture. So the one on the right's gonna be way cheaper if you wanna buy that one, even though they have identical specs. Right. Well, that wouldn't make any sense, they're the same car. And so it's the same issue that I guess I've always had with the way that hourly model works. It's a whole other topic on its own that I could talk about for hours, but you could see the issues that come with the hourly model. Yeah, just for the audience to understand. So, you know, we pay Connect CPA a monthly fee, which also includes Zero and some of the other add-ons, as well as whatever consulting we need to get our system set up, depending on the complexity of the system, but uh, we also get uh, a certain number of in-person meetings and, and reviews with uh, with Mike and his team as well. So it's all built into that and it includes, and it's really aligned with the software itself. It's a, it's a whole package in one, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's a package yeah. fee. You guys are, again, setting a real trend there and, and I wouldn't be surprised if other people followed in your footsteps. And, and just as an aside to the audience, I mean, you guys have really delivered a ton of value and I, I really appreciate it. There's a lot of work that you guys do in getting us set up, and uh, and I can appreciate it. it's not it's not like um, uh, we're not just we're not just calling them when we have a problem. They, you guys have been very proactive in terms of getting stuff going. So, uh, and I appreciate that a lot. And 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 Jeremy, like us including software in um, in our packages to all of our clients really comes back to the fact that we have leverage on the vendors. So we're not a software reseller, we're a fully licensed LPA chartered accounting firm, but because we have so many clients that are on cloud-based platforms, it gives us leverage where we can force discounts on software where, by the way, the every small business can go to the open market and sign up to zero. They can sign up to different apps. They get, the market is wide open. Mm-hmm. Everyone can go. It's a free market where anyone can go and get and and engage in software. The issue really is that we try to use our our leverage of having high numbers of of clients that are residing on these platforms in order to force vendor discounts so we could pass on the savings to our clients. And that's the main reason why we included in the right. model. Yeah, and I've never felt that you guys are recommending software just because, you know, you're getting a discount on it. I mean it's always been sort of the right For software. sure not. In fact all clients have many clients have different softwares. Where we like what we like to say is we're brand agnostic. However, there are best of breed softwares in different yeah. realms of cloud accounting. There's no doubt. Yeah, and I think the other thing that people need to appreciate is like similar to the whole Shopify Zero thing is that you know it's a dynamic it's a dynamic market and technology you know field out there. So people. Um, need to appreciate that you guys are kind of figuring some of this stuff out as you go along. But what I what I appreciate is you guys are willing to do that. It's not like, oh, we don't do that. It's like, I think for you guys, it's, um, I, I sense with the shop fights, like, well, this is a real opportunity, actually, because, um, you know, this is, um, <laughs> this is going to be a problem for a lot of companies. A lot of companies are going to be wanting to connect zero to Shopify, and they're going to, they're going to need it done right. And they're going to uh, need a, an API that really works for them. So you guys are really active in getting that sorted out. Um, maybe just back to you personally, and you. So you guys are entrepreneurs. You're, you know, you're you're essentially a small business uh, like all of us. What's, you know, what's been your biggest area of learning and personal growth? I know you guys are working really hard. You're growing very quickly. So, what what's it been like for you as as an entrepreneur and as a business owner? 
A uh, lot of challenges, as I'm sure you can relate to. Um, in the early days, it started off as growing a company and, and gaining brand recognition. That was that was the hardest thing. Getting out into the market, delivering incredible customer service, and then receiving referrals by by driving value for businesses. Today, it's a different challenge that we face, which is managing people and and knowing how to grow and when to grow because. It's very, very challenging. Like when you when you hire full time, uh, full time talent to come and help you out and join your team, it's it's a fixed cost. I mean, it's yeah. variable in the sense that yes, people can come and go. However, you need a team in order to grow. That's and a huge, huge in, decision. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. And and in that respect, you need you need help. You can't do everything on your own, and so you need people to grow. And knowing what what different types of talents you need within a business, especially a business that's ventured off into technology. We have a technology and onboarding manager, a role that doesn't exist in, in a traditional right. firm. So there's a lot of new avenues that we're experimenting. I, like what I what I like to say is we experiment and we break things, and that's and that's how you learn. That's the way you learn, and it's the way you grow. And and those have been the two biggest challenges, though. Knowing when to hire and, and what type of talent you need within the business, yeah. and then just gaining further brand recognition into what your mission is as a company. Right. Yeah, especially when you guys are really pioneering a new model. Um, you know, the old accounting model is very well established, and you know the roles are fairly well established. Uh, but you know, when you're when you're trying to create something new, it's uh, it's trickier. And I notice that you and you and Leo are pretty still pretty involved in in the day to day stuff. As we are at So Young, I mean, there's only four of us at So Young. Uh, part of the reason you know we've been able to keep things tight is because we are focused on automation. We're like, how much can we automate? And we're really conservative about hiring new people. It's just like, have we squeezed every last bit of you know efficiencies out of our system? And I still think we have a ways to go there. But um, and but yeah, that's what makes a great a great relationship is that so young is so aligned with what it is we do. So you guys are completely immersed in in automation and when you meet people that have business minds and realize that their time is worth more than like software cost is one thing but when you really take into respect the fact that you can reduce the time of a business owner to go run their company that's where we we connect the most with when we meet clients that are in they're on the same wavelength we are and right. and that's why it's refreshing when we met Jeremy yourself and Catherine it's it's a refreshing it's a refreshing personality type where you guys are engaged in your business and looking for things to create efficiency. And it's something you don't always see. Right. Well, I just I wrote a blog post about this, but you know, the, about cloud accounting and the uh, and what we use in terms of our own tools across the board. But you know, the days of having to do a you know cost benefit analysis are over. I mean, you can just assume pretty much, uh, given the cost of software today, that you know if you can automate something, it's going to be worth it. I mean, there's no question. And that was kind of my vision: is how do we build this you know this kind of mini ERP system for our business? And uh, and you guys again were yeah the second we started talking I'm like okay this guy gets it and by the way you know when you guys you were talking about understanding what you know what are we're trying to achieve I mean Mike and Leo they're geeks like they're they're all over software they love talking about how it all works together and that was on my way of thinking I'm not a developer but I, I love systems I love I love seeing uh, what's put, what 
the, I love seeing the potential that new software and you know interoperability between software packages offers to the business in terms of efficiency. And it's just cool. I mean, it's just cool when you can get just the, even the vision of like, okay, we get an order on our website. We don't have to touch it. Like it literally goes to our <laughs> our straight to our warehouse. They fulfill it. It goes into our accounting system and shows up as a sale. And you know we don't have to do anything. I mean, with regards to that sale. I mean that that to me that's the dream, right? <laughs> it's like getting a Lego set. Yeah. Like if, when you have when you have four hundred plus integrations into cloud accounting, it's. It's kind of like someone gives you a Lego set. They go, what is your business trying to do? And then you just grab the pieces and you build something. And that's what's unique today. And 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 it's only begun. Yeah, like, it's really it's just evolving in the last few years. Yeah, yeah. Why don't I just ask you a couple final questions. In terms of you know businesses like So Young, uh, these are sort of independent brands. They're building uh, they're building a business and they're they're bootstrapping. They're you know they're self financed. What advice would you have to them at this stage of the journey? Uh, step one would be find find a trusted advisor. Meet meet someone that can help you get past stage one. Because when you start up a company, there are so many complexities. You have to you're going to receive a business number. You might incorporate. You might have to register for GSD, HSD, and then you might not have a clue how to perform bookkeeping or what to do next or how to keep track of things. In order to get from step one to step two, you need an advisor that's gonna walk you through everything from A to Z. Or you're or you're left in a situation where you're on your own searching Google and 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 trying to find answers to things that are complex. It's it's much easier to have someone walk you through a process. And I'd say find a mentor. Hmm. Like aside from accounting law Find someone who's run a company before and see what they've done because there's no better way to, to bypass that learning curve. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people like ourselves who come from a creative background and we don't have those financial skills. Uh, we have what we have is the ability to create great products and market them, but we don't know necessarily how to structure the business. So that's great, great advice. Any books you'd recommend, uh, Mike? Yeah, I'm. I'm as you mentioned. I'm a huge nerd, so I, I read. I read probably a couple books every month, and um, two of them that stand out to me that that I would I'd recommend to any business owner. One is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Yeah, um, awesome, awesome book. Is written a very, very long time ago. It's probably been kind of remastered, edited multiple times, but still today, probably one of the best books I've ever read related to just business and relating to people. Mm-hmm. And another one that's kind of interesting is uh, Predictably Irrational by Dan Ariely. Yep. And that that's a book that talks about, it, it goes over the psychology of decision making. And right. it's very interesting, the research uh, Dan has done on different things that they just blow your mind the way we act as humans to different scenarios. And it's a very, very interesting book. And if you're an entrepreneur, it gives you insights into how people think and perceive things. Right. Yeah. How they make decisions, really. I mean, we make decisions. We think we're being logical, but we're actually making decisions emotionally. And then we justify it with <laughs> we backwards engineer a logical defense. Right? I think you've read the book. <laughs> I have. Yeah, I've, I'm big on audiobooks. So, yeah, it's been a couple of years, but uh, I, I, uh, that one's in my, in my audio library. If anything you've heard today resonates with you, if you're struggling with your accounting, you're frustrated because you don't have a line of sight, 
uh, on your numbers on a, on a, in real time. You know, you're dealing with an account. You don't know how much you're going to be paying them until you get the bill or maybe it's just, there's just a time lag. Um, they may be perfectly great accountants, but if you're looking for a new model and a new way to really get your accounting integrated with all of your systems, highly recommend Connect CPA and Mike. What should people do, Mike, if they want to get in touch with you? Yeah, the easiest way to get in touch with us is just to go to our website, which is connectcpa.ca. It's the easiest way. We have we have um, in the top right hand corner of our, our landing page. There's a Connect Now button. You just click it. Drop us a message of, of what you're looking to do in your business, and, and we'll always get back to you right away. Great. Thanks so much, Mike. Thanks a lot, Jeremy. For more insights on building a seven-figure product brand, including free downloadable training material, visit IndieBrandBuilder.com.